The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's do this thing! Welcome to the revolution. All they talk about around here is football and underwear. Oh, gross. And they smell. A show about nothing and everything. Well, that's all there is to it. It's a riddle wrapped in a mystery. Something, something or other. Inside an enigma. You're underselling it, which means it's awesome and I want in. Often imitated, but never duplicated. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. That's scary. I don't know, it's kind of like children's music. (laughs) I don't know what this stuff is, but it is fall, boys and girls. It's a magical time of year. Yeah, and we're talking about burgers, bombs, and blue cats on this week's show. You are really excited. I am. I can tell that. This is. Uh, You know, here just a second, I'm going to be joined by Cat Daddy. He's going to be talking about blue cats. Yes. Terry Shepard. Yeah, Hollywood Weapons. Great show. Outdoor Channel Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All new fifth season currently airing. He's going to be joining us. I think he's going to stick around for like a three-part interview. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that till right now. No, Terry's a cool guy. Then finally, we will wrap things up with... Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasoning, one of our great sponsors. I want to get to the bottom of why their jerky is so good. Uh, Wild game jerky is so much fun to make. You know, that's other people's like pumpkin spice lattes for fall. No, I'm like hickory, hickory smoked venison jerky. Get a pumpkin latte. That's right. All right, (laughs) let's get to. Hey, we're going to get to Cat Daddy. Let's do it. The Kansas Catman. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is back. Don't forget, you can always drop us some feedback and help make the show better at JimandTrav.com. Now, here's king of the catfish and purveyor of the beanhole, Cat Daddy. Prepare to experience true freedom and bliss. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. All right, the Kansas Catman is on the line. What's that, Leanne Rhymes? Blues? I don't know. Anyways. Blue by you? Uh, <laughs> Cat Daddy, we love you. How's it going, amigo? Well, man, we're on the search for the blue cat flares and nares. Oh, my God. Now, is the blue cat bite still hot right now? Oh, yeah, yeah. The blue cat bite's real hot. You know, the flatheads, too, it's that time of year where anything gets in front of them, they're going to eat it. Well, you but say the thing that- of it is, man, you need to try to find out where their lairs are at. Lairs. You now, drop that food right, right down in front of them. What is more ferocious, flathead or blue cat? Well, you know, uh, I think the flatheads are the king of the water, but the blue cats are the meanest. Really? Are they really? Oh, man, they got a bite like a vice. Like a whole bunch of Nancy Pelosi's swimming around <laughs> out there. <laughs> or mother-in-law's. <laughs> yeah. My mother-in-law, she'd be a demon cat is what she would well, be. about as close to Halloween as you can get, Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. Now, now, how deep are those blue cat holes? Do they like the real deep water? Or are they kind of shallow? Where do we need to be looking? Oh, yeah, you need to look for that deep, those deep crevice holes, man, around the bends. 
Off the foot of them wing eddies, oh yeah, yes. absolutely. Big trees is filling the river, you know, where the current comes around and cuts a hole around the big stump. Yep, that's where you need to find them, that deep water. Yeah, now the thing is, when you're out there and you've baited up, what are you baiting up with? Well, you know, this time of year, they'll eat anything. Mm. Flatheads and blue cats. Live bait, fresh cut shad, fresh shad, live crappie, dead crappie. Wow. I have yet to try a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Will they eat, like, baby ducklings and stuff or not really? Oh, oh yeah. They'll eat baby ducklings. You <laughs> better believe it, buddy. Will they really? That's awesome. <laughs> no, our... Oh, yeah. Anything that swims, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, no. Will, honest to God, will they eat their own? I mean, are, are they cannibalistic? Well, I mean, you know, you starve something long enough, you know, and they're going to eat whatever comes along. Jimbo you know, had a little brother. That's, that's even been known to man himself. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, <laughs> let's say they're in these, these deep holes around these stumps, all right? Is it like a congregation of a lot of them? Are they super territorial and they're only going to let a couple females in? Or, I mean, how does this work? Is it, are well, they? They're going like, to stack up, man. It's like a really? boarding house. You know what I mean? You come in there, you pay the price. Yeah. And you lay yourself down in there. Mm. It's like a boarding house. Absolutely. You know, they, they stack in there. Sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll get 20, 30 fish in a hole. Mm. Okay. Now you're talking about moving water, like uh, on the Kansas River and so forth. But what about lakes? Ew. Oh, yeah, lakes and stuff like that. You just go to the deep end and look for structure that's been down in there for years and years and years. Mm. Absolutely. You'll find them fish. They're there. Now, what is the quota on blue cats? Is there? I mean, how many? Well, mo most generally, all, all lakes are different. You know, they they have their quota. Like, some of them have length limits and some of them has, uh, you know, like, like most generally, it's five blue cat per person. Oh, wow. In the state of Kansas on, on most lakes. And there might be a slot limit, you know, on, on, on different sizes. So just be aware and read, read your uh, paperwork on all your lakes and stuff, and they'll let you know. So can you have, like, five channels, five blue cats, or is that just five catfish in general? Well, you can have uh, uh, the daily bag of them is 10 on anything. Oh, okay. As far as catfishing goes. But you, you can have five flathead, five blue cats. Ten channel cats, or you can have five channel cats and five blues, or five channels and five flats. That's a whole lot of math. Yeah, Jimbo's sitting over <laughs> counting his toes, and <laughs> I got to take my shoes off. Takes his shoes off there. Let's go now, Mister Cat. Today, do you have anything available? People want to get out, and the neat thing is, right now it's not that hot. It's really nice out on the water. Take, take your coat. Yeah, a little cool in the mornings and in the evenings, but daytime it is beautiful. Do you have anything available? Oh yeah, you know this is the time people wait all year to go. Fish no bugs, you know, it's nice, cool weather, relaxing, and I do have a few openings. Yes, I do. All right, if you'd like to write old Cat Daddy, you can send him an email at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. Yeah, and where can we find you online, Mr. Cat Daddy? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Words to live by. That's right. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, we got Terry Shepard coming up next, and he has something called... Hollywood Weapons. Yeah, he's going to blow stuff up after the break. It's Outdoor Channel Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles, even uh, outboard motors. Oh. There you go. Hop online, check them out. YamahaMotorsports.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, you are the best. We love you so much, homie. Hey, man, you guys are it. I mean, really, true grit. 
Here's Mrs. Bunny watching the sky. Watch the sky. A hunter's best friend during October is the weather. Different weather conditions can provide brief windows of increased deer activity. You have to be ready to seize the moment when the opportunity arises. Perhaps the best assistance from the weather an October hunter can hope for is a sudden drop in temperature of 10 degrees or more. The further the mercury drops, the better chance you have of shaking a deer out of their bed during the daylight. Also look for periods when the barometer is either rising or falling. Both tend to compel deer to get out and feed. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is all dressed up for Halloween and ready to scare. Wait, you guys are not dressed up? Oh boy. Connect with the boys on social media and the brand new JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue next. If you want to make a name for yourself in rodeo, start early. It takes a lot to be a rodeo kid. They'll sacrifice everything to make it to the top. If there's a time to peak, it's Vegas. It's the most exciting night ever. Some people let nerves get to them, some people don't. It does make a mama nervous. It's good in the rodeo industry to have a very short memory. Kid Rodeo, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav's Burgers, Bombs, and Blue Cat Show. Now kicking off a three-part interview with Terry Shepard, co-host of Hollywood Weapons on Outdoor Channel, Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking burgers, bombs, and blue cats on this week's show. And before the break, we had old Cat Daddy on talking about blue cats. But our next guy talks about bombs. He could kill you with his pinky. Yes. Yes, that is Mr. Terry Shepard. He is the co-host Hollywood Weapons All-New Season 5, currently airing Outdoor Channel. That is Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Isn't it true? Didn't you spend almost like 25 years in the Special Forces, Mr. Terry? <laughs> First of all, I got to say, my pinky's not that good anymore. Maybe a few years ago, I could have killed you with the pinky, maybe if I was a good day. But, I mean, I... I love you guys pumping me up, but nah, nah, my pinky's not going to work. Yes, yes, it was 25 years. Well, it was weird, you know, because I, uh, out of the out of uh, college when I graduated, I read a book, saw these guys in pictures of a guys in Vietnam and wanted to be a Green Beret, so I enlisted out of college, and I was in for like nine years close to, and I got out, and I moved to New York City, went to classical theater school, and was a working actor in Manhattan, not a transition, right? Totally logical thing to go into from special forces. Oh, and yeah. then um, <laughs> when 9-11 happened, I know, I'm, I'm so all over the road. And then when 9-11 happened, the month after 9-11 happened, I, uh, I re-enlisted in the National Guard Green Berets, and I was in that unit from September, uh, October 01 to October 2016. So, yeah, the total was about 25 years. You know, some of that was because a lot of it was National Guard. I wasn't always downrange, but we deployed a lot. We did a lot of combat tours, and uh, we did enough of them anyway. Uh, the guys have done much more than me. Um, a lot of schools and a lot of what we call J-sets, where we go and train foreign military. So, yeah, 25 years, man. What the heck? I retired, <laughs> yeah. like, in 2016. And, you know, guys... It's not the age, it's the mileage to <laughs> You know, it's kind of crazy, but special forces, you know, background in theater, obviously television, really fascinating, though. You have a degree in anthropology and archaeology, don't you? Yes, yes, I do, man. I do. And up? I was a. 
I was a bio guy for three years and I was just getting bored with that. I just did. I, well, you know what it is? I just found myself not cool sitting in a lab. And if you can do that, good on you. Cause so I was like, what do I really like? And I, I take some archeology span and uh, some anthropology classes. So literally the end of my junior year, I decided to change my major. And so, uh, which is, I still graduated on time, which I laugh about all my other friends cause they took like five or six years. <laughs> Losers. Just kidding. And, uh, so yeah, I transitioned to anthropology and on another funny note, you know, archeology span and anthropology years later, I end up doing maritime archaeology because I, I teach uh, diving with Task Force Dagger, which is a special forces charity. And yeah. we've been in Saipan uh, excavating a Hellcat wreck. We're going back, actually. We, COVID kind of, yeah, COVID crushed that the last couple of seasons. Uh, but we're going back this spring. So, and we we found the site and we've been excavating it and they want us to continue because our goal is to bring back that pilot's remains who's been underwater for 75 years. Uh, back to his family, you know, using wounded vets. And we work with East Carolina's maritime archaeology team, their grad school, uh, grad students and professors. And boy, we have a, it's such a great bunch. Yeah, so well, it's weird how stuff comes full circle, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Anthropology, archaeology guy. Then I'm like in the military and then I'm an actor. <laughs> Then I'm back in the military, and now I'm doing archaeology again. So never say never, and never say always. Yeah, well, the baseline of all this is you know where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> I know where a couple of them are. I don't know where all of them are, but I could find them for you, though. Now, is it just coincidental? Okay, your your co-host, Larry Zanoff, love the guy. So, I mean, amazing. The guy is just genius. Your dog's name is Larry, too. Is oh, that, don't get me in trouble, is man. That, yeah. Is that, like, coincidental? It's, it's, I will say it's coincidental. So here's the thing. So I always adopt senior dogs or like, you know, cancer patient dogs. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, my dad died a year ago this uh, past September. And like I, during that time when I was living with mom, taking care of him, I had a couple other you know, senior dogs and one of them had cancer and I ended up, they, they died on me. So the week after dad died, I ended up adopting this dog. <laughs> He's an old lab bloodhound mix. And I showed a picture of him to my mom. And she goes, he looks like Larry the Lump. And I go, <laughs> oh, I go, I go, holy crap, mom, you just named him. So, so, I, cause he, he didn't even really have a name. He was just kept out. He's like 12 and he was just completely ignored and kept in a pen outside. So, Aww. so mom, my mom actually named him Larry and then, which is a perfect name for this dog. If you see pictures of him on Twitter, I, I, I I'm, not interesting. Larry is way more interesting, but like, yeah, and I did tell Larry, I did text him. I sent him a picture. I said, Hey man, this guy's name's Larry. Do you, you related in any way? And he was like, you know, typical Larry. He's like, whatever. You know what I mean? Well, you know, the, the, the interesting part about Hollywood weapons is the premise of the show is you try to prove or disprove the things that happen on screen of whether or not it can be done. Is that true? Right. So the tagline uh, always was, can you really do that? Right. Mm, can uh-huh. you really do that? So, and you know, I've said this before. Uh, I, I think I've said it to you guys cause we're old friends now. Um, unfortunately <laughs> for you, we're friends, but, um, I, you know, I, you know, the goal is, to, is not to like, it's not to sort of debunk the movies cause they're movies, man. They're supposed to be entertaining. Right. So it's not like to say that, Oh, this movie is BS or blah, 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 blah. Cause that, no, I'm not like that. Like I, I can watch a movie that's got some stuff that's sort of sketchy or not particularly real. I still enjoy the movie, right? You know, um, it all depends if they're trying to tell you that this is, this is the way it's done and it's not, then we're going to flame them. But so the job really is, I, I kind of consider it sort of celebrating the movie. Like, man, what a cool scene. Is that possible? Right. So, 
you know, and to that end, you know, Tom Selleck's been on, Gary Sinise, Bill Duke from Predator. Um, you know, this season we actually got to interview. Uh, I wasn't able to meet him in person, unfortunately. Probably because he was, he got hip to me and he was like, yeah, I can't make it because of COVID. But, uh, <laughs> I talked to, I talked to Bruce Campbell. Oh, wow. From Army of Darkness. Who, yeah. The nicest. He was so funny on the interview, man, as you would expect. So yeah, the goal is not to like say this movie is BS and he was, he, he made a lot. He was like, I don't think any of that stuff you're going to test is going to work, but you know, whatever. So yeah, it's not to debunk it, but it is to see, you know, can that gun do that? Can that round do that? Will this? car door provide cover from you know a shotgun blast but it doesn't the goal isn't to you know diminish the movie in any way i've never been like that cause, you know we're doing these movies because we like them yeah it's really neat you guys also do uh like a mini series on outdoor channels youtube page uh you know because obviously it takes a lot more time when you're filling a whole episode versus the minis but you did one i thought it's really interesting such a good movie i think it was young guns 2 where he shoots bob out of the window you know with a buck 80 um, cause I had thought about that so many times cause you can get to self-defense rounds that almost have like washers in them, you know? Um, but yeah. you guys loaded yeah. those cartridges with dimes, wasn't it? They did what they used whatever they had. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that, that stuff works. That stuff works. You know, it's like basically like a subsonic round. <laughs> it doesn't have particularly long range, but it'll put a hurting on you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. The, that was, that was, we, yeah, the, 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 we call those the shorts. We did a whole bunch of them. Actually, honestly, man, a little inside baseball on this. We did those a few years ago and they kind of sat in the vault. Like, really? um, the net, uh, yeah, the network was kind of make, I guess they were trying to figure out the best time to use them. And I mean, they weren't used. So now at least I think they're putting them out there and people are seeing them because it's kind of cool. Like you said, it's like five, 10 minutes where yeah. it's really about the test. You know, it's not. You know, of course, I miss dressing up because that's my favorite thing to do. Um, but yeah, so they're fun. They're just fun, quick tests where it's like, hey, let's try this. And so, yeah, some of them work, some of them don't. And as you guys know, this is our fifth season. I tell people, man, we don't fake the funk. If I can't, if I blow that shot, you're going to know it. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, okay. Clint Eastwood could have done it, but Terry Shapper clearly can't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you stick around, Terry? Of course, man, of course. Okay, hey, we're talking with Terry Shafford. He's the co-host of Hollywood Weapons on Outdoor Channel, Saturdays at 8.30 Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Terry, before we get to a break to learn more about you, Larry Zanoff, Hollywood Weapons, and uh, Larry, your dog, where can we find you online, buddy? <laughs> the best place to find me is on, on Twitter, and I haven't done that in a couple of weeks. I guess I'll have to go on now because I'm talking to you guys. Um, <laughs> Um, I haven't been on Instagram forever. I don't do Facebook. There's a, there's a good Facebook page, though, for the show, if you look up Hollywood Weapons. And we'll go on it and try to answer questions. And that's where a lot of people can uh, request things, you know, because the show is viewer-driven. So, like, if you get up with us and we're like, huh, we can probably try that and have a good chance of Terry not getting killed, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. Hey, more Terry Shepard right after this. Are you bored? Yeah. Punch your boredom in the face with JimandTrav.com. <laughs> Archives, tips, gear reviews, boom. JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution with Jim and Trav will be right back. What happens when you take two master craftspeople and give them a playground full of tools and materials to build with? Yep, pretty much what we thought, too. 
YouTube legend Jorge Sprava and expert auto tech Cheyenne Ruther team up to design, build, and test the world's most amazing backyard launchers. That's what I'm talking about. I just love something powerful, big, brutal. I like a challenge. Backyard Ballistics, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand-in-hand hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Burgers, Bombs, and Blue Cats is on the revolution with Jim and Trav. Now let's get back to Terry Shepard, co-host of Hollywood Weapons on Outdoor Channel, Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking burgers, bombs, and blue cats. And, of course, we had Terry Shepard on for part one. you got to go to it. This guy is crazy. Yeah, the co-host Hollywood Weapons Outdoor Channel, all new season five, currently airing Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. When you guys recreate these amazing stunts, let's say, you see in the movies, all right, is it kind of nerve-wracking when you're recreating a scene from a famous movie and you know the person that played that character in that movie that did it is going to be watching it? Is that hard on you? <laughs> well, well, we just, yeah, we just want, you know, you don't want to let Tom Selleck down, right? I mean, like, he's Tom Selleck. Yeah. So we, so it, Quigley Down Under specifically, if you guys haven't seen that movie or your listeners haven't seen Quigley Down Under, it is such a great Western. And actually talking to Tom Selleck about it, it's like, his favorite movie he ever did. Yeah. So, for example, we want to get that right. So even, you know, the, some of those tests at the distances, we calculated based on the sound of the report to when the impact was, like for that really long shot where he kills two guys, we calculated that as like 820 yards. So we really, tr- we try to get it right. And we do, like, you know, we, we don't want to... We want, like I said, we want to, we're sort of paying homage to these movies. So we want to make sure we get it right. So that like, if Tom Selleck sees it, he's like, hold on a minute. That's not what we talked about. So we gotta, (laughs) we do have to get it right. And the other thing you were mentioning too, is the gun stuff. You know, look, guns are, you know, obviously we're all second amendment guys and, and, uh, and we're big gun proponents, but you know, our responsibility on the show is also to be very safe so that people know that we're just not, you know, meatballing it or just going forward without paying attention. So we, we do pay very much attention to the safety of that because <laughs> guns are awesome, you know, but you just got to know what you're doing with them. Now, in this new season, the fifth season of Hollywood Weapons, um, I think you've done stuff for like Braveheart or Hard Target. I just wanted to know if you punched a rattlesnake in the face. Um, but, you know, <laughs> Lethal Weapon, Army of Darkness, Home Alone, Back to the Future. What? Out of all of them, obviously, I know they're all special, but what was one of your favorite episodes from this new season, and why was it special to you? Yeah, so, yeah, I I dug them all. I think for me, and there was not a single firearm in it, was the Braveheart episode, because... I got to ride the horse. I was painted up like Mel Gibson when they went to have the Battle of Sterling. <laughs> and, I'm, and we kind of did a modified version of that speech of like, you know, yeah. you come here as free people and free people you are. You know, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, I, that was really fun. And I, I've always been into swords, you know, and hand-to-hand weapons and stuff like that, like medieval stuff. So everything was basically all sword stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to give it away, but I did, I did pretty well. I got lucky, I guess. And uh, it was just, 
it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Mel Gibson is one of my favorite actors and, and really one of my favorite directors. And he's so great. So we really, I, I'm, I'm proud of that one. And I was surprised by some of the outcome of it as well. So yeah, they're all good. And you know, it's just another funny thing. Sometimes it's not like I'm not looking forward to any of them. I'm looking forward to all of them. But sometimes the ones where I'm not, I don't think it's going to be that surprising. Mm-hmm. It's really surprising, and it turns out to be crazy cool and fun. Yeah, in, in all of your uh, research and so forth of the, the various movies, which do you think is the most realistic? You know, watching the beginning of uh, Saving, Saving Private Ryan, I mean, that scene where they're landing on the beach and all of the shells and people being blown up, is that pretty much what it's like out there? Or is there something that's well, even more realistic? I, yeah, I mean, obviously, I wasn't there for that one, but I, when you've, they've talked to some, some guys who were, and they even said, they go, damn, that's like the most realistic we've ever seen it. Mm. You know, I will say a, a movie that I thought was really realistic more for my time and, and my experience was Black Hawk Down. Oh, um, really? I think that was a very, they got that right too. You know, they actually got, even the way the guys were handling their weapons from the Range Battalion guys or the Delta Force guys, like that was a really, I don't know, that they got that. That was a really, really, I think a very compelling movie as far as, and it also shows sort of the chaos of what it's like. You know, it doesn't matter how well-trained you are. There's going to be a lot of chaos, you know, and uh, also just show the bravery of these young guys, you know, these young Ranger guys that here they are, have been training for this. And next thing you know, they're in the thick of it and they were not, you know, they didn't plan on being stuck out there. And, and there was a lot of lessons learned. Like they didn't take their nods. They didn't take their night optics. You know, they didn't take enough water because it was like, Hey man, this is going to be quick. Never assume it's going to be that way. Never assume it's going to be a milk run because mm-hmm. it's not. Have you found with Hollywood weapons, you know, and now you're in your fifth season, have you made a lot of, you know, fans, more viewers from people that generally weren't Second Amendment supporters? They weren't into, you know, the kind of the shooting sports lifestyle, but watching your show and the the neat part about your show, it's very action packed, but it's very science based, you know, but have you found that it is acquiring a whole new audience of people you never thought would be interested, especially in this political climate? Well, that's a good question, man. I hope so. I mean, I, I will say this. Um, the segment called Knucklehead Science, yes. <laughs> I'm going to give myself full credit because I named it that. Like yeah. When we started doing the show, I'm like, let's just call it Terry's Knucklehead Science. <laughs> Pur- <laughs> so, purveyor so, of Knucklehead so I, Science. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, it's all science. I, I will say this. One thing I have gotten feedback on, which is very gratifying, is I've had a lot of people, as a matter of fact, and I was just down at Fort Bragg uh, working down there at the Q course, and I've heard this from other people too. What the, what, what's very gratifying is that a lot of people I've spoken to said it's a show they can sit down and watch with their family and their kids. Yeah. So that's good, right? Like that makes me happy because, so that means I think, I guess to answer your question, even though they didn't say, hey, we're, you know, we're going to be into guns now or we're going to look at it a different way. I mean, maybe they do, but it's good to know that like you could take a half hour out of your day and sit down with, you know, your wife too, because it's, we do try to be, it's pretty entertaining, right? It's not just gun nerd stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like the fact that a guy can say to me, man, I love sitting down with my boys and watching the show. We have a lot of laughs. We learn some stuff. 
Hey, man, if that's the case, then the show is we're succeeding. We're doing what we want to do. You bet. Hey, we got to take another break, big guy. Stick around, huh? You got it. All right. Hey, we're going to take a break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back. And this has been presented by uh, My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. I'm pretty sure you can get Hollywood Weapons on there as well. But uh, Mr. Terry, to learn more about you and Larry, Hollywood Weapons, uh, before we get to a break, where can we find you online? You can find me lurking on Twitter. Twitter. I'm terrible at social media otherwise, but also uh, Facebook has a really nice Hollywood Weapons page that we that we keep up to date and we answer questions because it's viewer driven. So if you're interested in doing a show and you're asking like I'm always asking, can you really do that? Reach out to us there. We'll, we'll do our best to work it. You bet. Hey, more Terry Shepard right after this. Here's Mrs. Bunny with mistakes that limit your accuracy. Mistakes that limit your accuracy. If you're experiencing inconsistency while practicing with your rifle, there may be an error in your setup or execution. Look to these factors to pinpoint the problem. Number one, improperly mounted scopes. If you don't know how, have an expert mount your scope for you. Number two, unstable rest. Your ability to hold your firearm steady is crucial. Number three, inconsistent trigger pull. Apply steady pressure, don't yank. Number four, using the wrong ammo. Ammo selection is important. Test five or six loads to see what performs best in your gun. Eliminating outside influences that limit your gun's capabilities will make you a better shot. This Halloween, make sure you trick-or-treat at the all-new JimandTrav.com. Show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's take, buy or bust, expert advice, it's all there. JimandTrav.com. Don't move. The revolution will continue next. He's a wilderness athlete, instinctive hunter, angler and forager, and gourmet wild food chef. Man Eats Wild host Mario Calpo will inspire you as he crosses oceans, mountains, and deserts. I kind of have a feeling like I'm up with the gods. doesn't get any better. In search of the freshest, cleanest wild game on the planet. This is 100% wild food. Man Eats Wild. Mondays at 7.30 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Burgers, Bombs, and Blue Cats. Once again, here's Terry Shepard, co-host of Hollywood Weapons on Outdoor Channel, Saturdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Part 3 starts right now. Hey, we're back. We are talking burgers, bombs, and blue cats. And we are talking with a guy that actually coined the phrase, stop or my mom will shoot. Now, are there any movies that you haven't, you know, tried to replicate, um, you know, a scenario? Are there any on your radar that you personally want to do? I know we talked about like World War One, uh, but anything else? Oh, funny you boys should ask. So I've been bugging <laughs> these guys <laughs> to work this for a while. So, and it actually is, it's, it's a scene that you've seen in a couple movies. Like, uh, it's in Boondock Saints and it's also mm. in a version of The Punisher with Ray Stevens. It's, it's, um, it's the scene where the guy's hanging upside down, like from a chandelier and he's spinning <laughs> and shooting all these people. Yes. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, I thought there's no way in hell Larry's going to be cool with this, but I was talking to him last time we were together and he was like, yeah, we could totally do that. I go, wait, wait, wait. I went, blah, 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 blah. I, 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 what? You're cool with this? So, cause I was even saying like, well, dude, we can use Sims, you know, Sim rounds or like UTM, you know, non-lethal stuff. And he goes, oh, yeah. well, no, we can use, we can use real stuff. I was like, 
am I talking the right Larry? Like, I'm like, what are we thinking? So that, and that's from like, so that's, so the Punisher, there's a, there's a few, and I have never seen Shame on Me, I guess. I haven't seen the series with uh, John Bernthal. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's good. But I've seen them. Yeah. I heard it's pretty good. Right. I mean, probably the gun stuff is more realistic there, I think, cause it's more of a modern thing, but there's other movies like Dolph Lundgren was in a version back in the eighties, which is like really comic booky. And it was really cool for what it was. Then of course there's a Thomas Jane one, which came out in what was it, 2004, which in the bad guy was John Travolta. And then there's the other one uh, with Ray Stevenson, um, who actually, if you look at him in the movie, he looks exactly like Frank Castle with the, with the kind of body armor and the, and the neck uh, that comes up and his hair. Like, mm-hmm. so there's three good movies right there. That's got some Punisher stuff. And of course I just want to be able to dress up like the Punisher because <laughs> it's, as you guys know, guns, boring dressing up. I'm there. So, uh, you know, when you recreate a lot of the things that are going on, uh, you're very, very careful. I mean, you're looking at uh, all of the dangers that could happen. Sure. And, and I yep. often thought that possibly, have you ever done anything with airplanes? Because you can't control everything because you've got the winds and you've got the high, low pressures and so forth in order to be able to recreate some of the scenes like in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, one thing we were wanting to do, and it, it didn't come to fruition, I hope maybe potentially it does. You know, I'm also, you know, in the military, I did, uh, I was a free fall guy. So, you oh, know, wow. military skydiver. So I remember we were going to do, uh, Danny Ram, who's the, one of the creators and the writers of the show. We did, when we did the James Bond episode way back when, I think it was season two. Mm-hmm. He had this idea of me jumping out of a plane, you know, free falling out of the plane in like a black, like a flight suit. As I hit the ground, I peel it off and I'm wearing a tux and I got to come down with like a British flag. And I was like, dude, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, and, and again, that's, yeah, those are some variables you can't control. Uh, it's, you know, it's dangerous. Uh, Skydiving is dangerous, but you know, it wasn't that. It was just, I think it was a, a time thing slash budget thing, getting the plane and all that. I'd love to do stuff like that, but you're right. There's, you know, there's some things you can't control the variables on. If I was free falling from a plane, all I can try to do is be the most skillful jumper. Because I actually, we did, I did a show called Dude, You're Screwed for Discovery oh, yeah. Yeah. a few years ago. And we did a, I did a free fall jump in that. And it was really good. It came out really great. Like I was chasing my buddy Jake out of the plane and I'm following him down. We're both like under canopy and I'm like yelling at him, go, you can run, but you can't hide. But, um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to do stuff like that. We were joking, too. Like, people, some people have said stuff like, hey, dude, can you guys see if you can, if Terry could outrun, like, a, you know, huge exploding fireball? I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. I think and those people aren't fans. Yeah, I think those aren't fans. Those are people that like to see car accidents or something like that, right? Now, you know, I've always wondered this, and you've done a lot of stuff recreating, like, Old West scenes, talk about Quigley, you know, Billy the Kid. Um, um, yeah. Now, you know, gunfights. All right. You know, whether you're watching something like Silverado or you're watching Quick and the Dead or, you know, um, even Open Range where you, you know, duplicated something from uh, uh, Robert Duvall. Right. But, you know, like these guys, you know, Kevin Costner was an amazing gunfighter and they always have they go out in the street and they, you know, on the count of three, we're going to draw. Well, I've right. never been in a combat situation. You have. You have nerves. There's a lot of stuff going on. Do you really think it was that simple? You know, they stand 60 paces 
pieces apart. They pull one shot and the guy's dead. I don't really think it happened like that. I mean, I think there's a lot of shooting. It was terrible, but I don't think it was quick and easy. Do you think so? No, of course not. Of course not. But like I was saying before, you know, cinema, the whole point of cinema is to ramp up the tension and the story and be dramatic, right? So, of mm-hmm. course, what's more dramatic than two dudes looking at each other like as a tumbleweed goes by and it's like, you know, they're <laughs> yeah. starting to inch toward the gun. I think probably, I mean, I wasn't there. I mean, I'm pretty darn old, but I wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, probably a lot of that stuff was like frantically going for the gun and then you're just blasting away and then probably trying to run for cover while you're shooting with one hand. Yeah. Um, there probably were, there probably were some gunfights where it was like that, but those are two probably two real professionals and the professionals, honestly, I bet a professional guy probably wouldn't do that. They're not going to set themselves up for that. They're going to try to get the drop on you and kill you before you even have a chance. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, sure. I think a lot of it's, it's very cool drama, you know, the sun in their eyes and, you know, <laughs> Clint Eastwood staring at them going, you're going to, you're going to pull those guns or whistle Dixie kind of thing. So it's like, cause it's cool. Come on, man. It's oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. But, it's, but, but yeah, it's probably chaos, chaos, um, Hell, just watch YouTube videos of like even, you know, you know, gang guys or just people doing stupid stuff in the street. It's always chaotic. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing, you know, that's part of our training, too, especially at a high level in special forces when we're doing guns. We call it controlled chaos. When we're going into a house. I mean, there's there's guys shooting right next to you. There's bullets whizzing around. There's interior charges blowing up down a hallway. And you have to be in order to be good at that job. You do have to be comfortable in chaos. And some guys. There's some, you know, green berets that they're great green berets because that's not our, you know, it's, we have other functions and we, and then, you know, you know, going into a house and shooting people is not the main one actually, but like, it's not for everybody because, you know, it, it is, you have to sort of be able to kind of keep your head when all sorts of crazy stuff is going on around you. And that's how most of it is. It's never, it's never what you think it's going to be. We talk about this all the time in planning when we're doing a combat operations. <clears throat> well, you know, a, a very simple plan well rehearsed is way better than a sexy complicated plan mm. that you haven't rehearsed that much because it always goes wrong dude yeah. it always goes wrong there's always going to be something happening and that we, and if you go that way you fall back on what we call SOPs you know standard operating procedures like basic things of like here's what we do if this happens and you drill that over and over again because no matter what it's never not chaotic it is never not chaotic as hell never not so you're, you're right about that assessment. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Terry Shafford. He's a co-host of Hollywood Weapons on Outdoor Channel, Saturdays at 830 Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Again, Mr. Terry, before we get to a break, all about you, Larry Zanoff, Hollywood Weapons, upcoming episodes, teasers, all that good stuff. Where can we find you, buddy? So you can find me on Twitter. Go to Facebook. There's a Hollywood Weapons page, which we pay attention to and we always try to take viewer requests man if you want to see terry do something uh and see if it will work give us a shout there too outdoor channel actually has a website too um that has a lot of stuff with with, with the show as well but we're out there come you if you find us reach out and and as i always say at the end of the show reach out to us and maybe we can put that to the test you bet hey more revolution right after this that's right we'll be joined by brian tucker with high mount seasonings right after the break God bless you, Mr. Terry. Love you, buddy. Good talking to you guys, as always. 
Travis's beard holds ancient secrets of the outdoors. And some venison jerky, too. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will continue right after these messages. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Don't forget to leave us some feedback at JimandTrav.com. Talking burgers, bombs, and blue cats on today's broadcast. Now, here's Mr. Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking burgers, bombs, and blue cats on this week's show. Before the break, we had Terry Shepard. What an interesting guy. Has a program called Hollywood Weapons. But our next guest, man, I want to be his best friend. Brian Tucker, the great antelope hunter, is what he is. <laughs> Mr. Brian with High Mountain Seasonings, you are the national sales manager there. How's it going, buddy? Good, fellas. How are we doing this morning? Good, good. Now, you know, the interesting part about uh, following you on Facebook and, and I do that religiously. Like stocking. I'd, I'd take you to church with me, you know. <laughs> but nevertheless, you know, I, I noticed where you were doing something with salmon. And as I was walking through our, our grocery store, there's all kinds of salmon. You don't have to go to Alaska to catch salmon or, or anywhere. You can buy it right in the grocery store and make this salmon jerky. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the kind of cool part for some of our kids. Just because it says, or, you know, like on the packaging, it's got like that Hereford bull or the mule deer buck on it. You don't have to use it just for those two. I mean, you can use it for all kinds of things. Like you said, salmon. We've had people do chicken. We've had people do turkey, pork, all kinds of stuff. It's very versatile. And then, you know, the salmon's kind of a off-the-wall kind of thing, but it turns out really, really good. Yeah, now you guys are really known for your exceptional jerky kids. You have 9 million delicious flavors. One thing I kind of want to get into, though, man, is it's always disappointing when you make jerky because let's say you're going to set out with five pounds of meat. By the time that's dried, you have one piece of jerky. You know, (laughs) I mean, you lose so much moisture. So when it comes to ratio, let's say we want to end up with two pounds of jerky. How many pounds of meat do we have to begin with, realistically? I would say, you know, that five-pound number is pretty good because you can basically count on about 40% yield off of it, depending on how dry you like it. Okay, so then that also goes into, speaking of dryness, the thickness you cut it, because if you cut it too thin, it's going to dry out even more, right? Right, right. It'll be almost like a potato chip and uh be very dry, be very chewy, but then again, like you said, depending on the thickness, you make it super thick, it's going to take a lot longer to cook, and you could have a hard outside and a very soft inside. You know what's really cool? You said potato chip. They've actually done a study. You know, I think the potato chip is America's number one go-to snack food. However, However, they say beef jerky will replace the popularity of potato chips. That is how much really? jerky is sold in America. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome to hear, because especially that's just going to be a lot of high mountain seasoning kids out there making that happen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we love that. Now, now you know, it was in Africa, and they have something called biltong, mm-hmm. which is just dried meat. But basically, that's exactly what jerky is, except you put some flavors in there. Right. Yeah, I know. And biltong, I know, is becoming bigger and bigger in the United States a little bit, too. And like you said, it is just basically a dried meat where the acids and everything within the meat itself as it's drying kind of create those flavors and the tenderness where we have like the cures and everything for making it at those slower temperatures. Now, I mean, obviously, like Jibbo was saying, you can go and get some beef at the store or salmon. 
uh, and make something with your jerky kits. It's more yep. fun to me, though, when you can go out and hunt a deer, you hunt an elk, a moose, or antelope, like you were saying, to the a break. A shark. A shark, maybe. <laughs> um, what do you think is, hands down, bar none, the best animal you've harvested and made jerky from? What would it be? I would say an antelope is up there for sure. Really? I use that. Um, a lot of people don't like antelope, so I've tried a different, a lot of different applications, and it's very underrated when it comes to flavor and what you can do with it. So I'd say antelope, but there's also, I make jerky out of like goose breast and stuff too, and that turns out really good. Now, would you say, you know, a lot of people say that you should go with like the eye round or the rump roast. Yep. Is that what you go with? For sure. Cause like I said, when you're making jerky, whether it's antelope or even beef, uh, Brown steak is about the best cut you can get for that because it's going to have just enough fat to add a little bit of moisture, but not too much fat to where it's going to be super greasy and you can have a mess in your cooker or um, loose flavor as it is cooking and it holds together nicely. So yeah, the round steaks are one of the better cuts for making jerky for sure. Now, does that also make it easier when you're going with wild game because wild game is far more leaner? Um, you know, cause if you leave a lot of fat on there, it can go rancid. So does that make the process much like simplified using wild Correct. game? Yep. Yep. So then you don't have to be as picky about your cuts because, um, you know, other than, not many people are going to use the back straps or the tenderloins, obviously for that kind of thing, but being much leaner, they, uh, the cuts are going to be much easier to deal with and then have that same kind of presentation, same kind of look and taste that you're familiar with with jerky. Yeah, once again, hanging out with Brian Tucker, the national sales manager uh, there at High Mountain Seasonings. Now, real quick, before we go on, how many jerky kits do you guys have? I mean, you have so many. So we have 25 different jerky oh, kits. Oh, whoa, really? Yeah. Holy cow. <clears throat> yep, and that's including like our low-sodium blends, our variety packs, our duck and goose blends, our turkey jerky blends, and then our standard, like, 14 flavors that we have as well. Now, you know, question, man. This is kind of like a big debate. A lot of people have been talking about when you hang your animals to age, mm -hmm. do you leave the hide on or do you take the hide off? Uh, I take the hide off. Do you really? Yeah, my dad actually shot an antelope this weekend, and that's the first thing we did because those are just a big blanket. Depending on the weather, those things are going to hold body heat in, and it's a lot harder for the body heat to escape when you're cooling an animal for dry aging like that. So if you possible, I always suggest taking the hide off. Yeah, you do lose a little bit of dryness on the skin into the first outer edges of the meat. Yeah. But it's a lot easier for that air to dry it and then for those bacteria and enzymes to, you know, go away and not just be held in and a lot less for things to either turn rancid or mold because you don't know if there's dirt on the hide blood, something like that that you can't, you may not necessarily see or be able to get off. Yeah. Now, something really cool. Um, you guys are offering an incredible giveaway right now. It's your 30th anniversary this year. You're giving away like a chef's knife and also a cutting board. Um, is you giving away like one a month or are you doing it at the end of the year? How's this happening? So that's kind of one of those. I think we're doing a taking it month by month right now. I don't know if we're going to do one every month or at the end of the year, but yeah, uh, we do have the giveaway going on right now, especially on our Facebook page. One of our big jerky knives and our 30th anniversary cutting boards that have our logo on it. It's a great black walnut setup. Yeah, just kind of a nice little piece for a kitchen, especially for you know someone who's a chef or just anyone who you know uses it pretty frequently holy cow now do you guys have any new offerings this fall anything that we should try out man right so we do have the new country sausage flavor so that <laughs> is available as of last week it is for sure it is rolled out it is ready to go it's kind of like a spicier maple 
flavor, incredible on biscuits and gravy, just in patties, all kinds of applications, breakfast burritos. That is new for the year. Yeah, it made my girlfriend, Patty, really mad when I put that on her. He put it all over her. (laughs) Just basted her in it. (laughs) All right, so once again, hanging out with Brian Tucker, the National Sales Manager for High Mount Seasonings. And this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. And again, get entered in to win this awesome 30th anniversary uh, chef's knife and uh, uh, jerky board, man. Uh, Mr. Brian, dude, love you so much. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks for having me on, guys. Always a pleasure. Enjoy talking with you. Stay right there. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Travis. This week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about burgers, bombs, and blue cats. And uh, Cat Daddy, was he great today or what? Yeah, Cat Daddy kicked things off. Then we did an awesome three-part interview with Terry Shepard. Wrap things up with uh, Brian Tucker, Brian National Tucker. Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasoning. All right, get outdoors this weekend. Take some kiddos with you. Hammer home firearm safety. Uh, if you have some special seasons open, maybe some archery, muzzleloader, uh, make sure you get Gun those kids. still going on. Yeah, get those kids in the woods, harvest an animal, take it home, process it. Make uh, jerky. Teach them how to make jerky. So much fun. All right, so we will return next week, boys and girls. That's right. Peace out. God bless you. We love you in the United States of America.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.